Hello everyone. Good evening. John Henry Soto here. Welcome to Counterparts. As always, George Batista is coming to you live from uh, New York. And uh, I'm in Nashville right now. And we have a really, really great show today. It's uh, something that I think we've covered bits and pieces of in the past, but we haven't necessarily yep. done a whole episode on it. And I think this is going to be something that you're going to find very beneficial and get a lot of value uh, from this, and especially George knows a lot about this stuff, and we're going to have some good times. So stick around. Come on back. All right. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. Appreciate y'all. Um, just real quick, if you do like what we're doing here, George and I, we do this every Tuesday night. It is live. Um, counterpartshow.com. You can see it there. We have an app that you can download. It's a really great experience. We're going to be doing a lot more with the app as soon as George and I learn how to really use it. But as of right now, you can get out there. But can it. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch the show there. You can message us there. And eventually, we're gonna, there's going to be a lot more cool stuff on the app as well. Um, but we want to thank you uh, for supporting. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please, we don't say this enough. And I know people say you should say it. Like and subscribe. The likes really do help us, I know. And the subscriptions really do help the channel. So we can continue to do this and continue to bring value and some great guests that are coming on as well throughout the year. Um, and that is that spiel. Um, but thank you for the support. We really appreciate it. Um, and we want to actually thank our sponsor, which I'm going to turn over to George um, to actually give our sponsor some love. Absolutely. You know, it's all about love with this show. Love, love. Yes. So. As always, the Counterpart Show is brought to you by Wellness Resources, a family-owned and operated nutritional supplement company providing the highest quality clinically formulated supplements since 1985. Find out why Wellness Resources supplements are the top choice of health-conscious individuals around the world and folks like myself. Make sure you go to myvitaminresource.com to check out. Uh, check them out. Also, make sure that you enter the promo code counterparts where you will get free shipping on your order because you're a friend of counterparts. Oh, and, and one other thing, by the way, I just want to make sure you guys just a last call that the January sale for the thyroid and weight management supplements ends today. So make sure that if you guys really want to check those out and order them and get that discount, 25% off, get that today. MyVitaminResource.com. Sweet. Um, yes, thank you to them. Very, very nice. Okay, so a um, little backstory. George and I have always been interested in health in one way or the other, even when we were teenagers. I don't know why. <laughs> but George was uh George is uh I'm four years older than George, so George was about I don't know 15 years old, so I was about 19 years old. I guess that's that sounds kind of old at that point, but um we were really into um working out and we were into supplements and we were into nutrition and just trying to figure it out. We had no knowledge whatsoever. We knew that we uh, we loved Lee Haney. Um, and the fact that we had Lee Haney on our show yes. was like insane because yes. we had posters of Lee Haney up and we would read articles and he'd be on the cover of flex magazine and we would read the articles and we would read all about Lee Haney. And he was actually on our show. You could check that out on our, uh, counterpartshow.com if you're interested in watching that episode. Um, but we've always been interested in that, you know, and mm -hmm. as we grew older that, that stayed with us. Um, and George got very involved in it and became a, a wellness coach and knows a lot about supplements and nutrition and uh, um, yoga. Um, I think you're yoga certified, right? And all yep. that stuff. Yep. Um, so he's got a lot. He's um, He's got his insurance license. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of experience in health and stuff like that. And 
Right. Um, so we decided, you know what, why don't we do supplements are interesting, right? Because there's also organizations, companies, and we're not here to bash any company or any organization, but there are a few yeah. of them that have almost like, I mean, you could, we could say, it, right. It's almost like a cult following cult. in a way, right? I mean, yes. It's very much a family. Uh, they, you know, they, they're, it's a tier thing. What do you call that? Yeah. Uh, it's multi-level marketing. Multi-level marketing. Um, I don't knock multi-level marketing because it's made a lot of millionaires across the country. True. So it is something that you can make work if you have a good mailing list and a good system and you, you work really hard on it. You can make a lot of money on multi-level. But, uh, but when it comes to vitamins, I always thought that it was an interesting place for it. Like I could see it in, uh, in other things like aluminum siding or, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Like uh, right. something that has, that doesn't necessarily have to do with your health right? for as a, as a multi-level marketing thing. But um, somehow it's been working. And I know there's, there's Herbalife, there's mm -hmm. Shackley, there's, um, there's a couple other ones. Yeah. There's a few there's, others. Yep. A few other ones. Um, now, one of our sponsors is wellness resources, which it's not a, a they don't do that. They're just privately family owned from uh, mm -hmm. 1980, uh, whatever, 85, 85. Um, and so we, we like them and we love, we, you know, we love that they're our sponsor. We also don't want to say anything bad about the other supplement companies. We don't know much about the supplements today. You know, mm -hmm. we, I think we knew a little bit about Herbalife. Right. Um, but anyway, what, what are your thoughts about just supplements in general? Because you, you're way more into supplements and you mm -hmm. probably have tried a lot of different supplements. <clears throat> throughout your, right. uh, your search until you found wellness resources. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because like you said, you know, it really started when we were working out. I mean, we were working out. I mean, we were lifting heavy we tank, tops. tank tops, walking around the Bronx. Like we were, you know, big and bad, you know, that type of thing. I'm and, just glad uh, that there were no cell phones with exactly. cameras back then. We had long hair and all the embarrassment. Yes. But, you know, and we used to take, I remember we used to buy these big giant arginine pills. They were <laughs> like, like horse, horse pills, pills. <laughs> horse pills, right? We used to, and, and really, because we used to read the magazines and it was like, we would see that there. Yeah. Amino acids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, whatever. And we would just take these things Yeah. without, you know, even thinking about it, you know, we just figured, Hey, this might work. And then we'd learn a little bit. And then you would tell, like, you would learn some stuff and you would tell me, Hey, George, check this out. Maybe we yeah. should do this. Baron, you were taking it for a while. <laughs> Remember Baron, you were taking I'm that for a while. Baron all the time. But again, not knowing anything. So yeah. what was inter what's interesting as time went along, I mean, John and I have always stayed healthy and, and always, we've always had that fitness mentality. But for me, it really, it, it hit home to me. And I, and again, I tell it on, on the show, I mean, I'm not going to go crazy into it, but it, it hit home to me because John, you grew up with me and you knew that I was dealing with a lot of different issues, yeah. the, the bronchitis and the allergies and the sinus infections and all these things. Corny jokes. The it, was, corny it jokes. went deep. It went deep. Yes. Yes. The torture that you, you know, used to yeah. torture me when I was a kid, but um, you know, all these things. And I had no way, I didn't know how to deal with it. And, you know, yeah, obviously George would, was always, he was I always, always had tissues in my hand, you know, <laughs> tissues in his hands. Yes. He was always just very, uh, very drippy. He was always dripping. Yeah. <laughs> sneezing, 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 and dripping. coughing. Uh, and then it was, oh, and it, it seemed like allergy season was like 11 months of the year. <laughs> for <George>. Yes. <laughs> just that was it. Yeah, it was it was insane. I mean, we would play basketball, or play softball, and I had to make sure I buy tissues and all. I mean, it was bad. It was bad, and was bad, no. you know. But and and through the years, realizing you know, reading a lot and diving into this stuff, and I was like, maybe I'm deficient in stuff. Maybe I need stuff because my, my our diet at that time wasn't the best, right? Pizzas and you know Chinese food and <laughs> all this kind of stuff. Sabrosura, what was it? Sabrosura Sabro, in the Bronx. And Bronx pizza. You know, what was it? Uh, yeah. Um, Sal's pizza in the Sal's Bronx. <laughs> so, you know, that was the diet, you know, and, and so, but I, you know, supplements and, and of course cleaning up the diet, but supplements changed the, all a lot of that for me 
when I realized that I started taking supplements and I started taking the right ones and really kind of diving in, literally my health changed. And I was like, wait a minute, there's something to this now. So, and for whatever reason, I, I, I got fascinated with it. And then I, I just started really diving into it. And I think part of it was because I was feeling so good. Feeling better, from, yeah. The yeah, from feeling crappy. It's got to be. See, that's the thing about health. You know, it's like, because people can feel okay, but they don't really know what feeling healthy is like. Right. They just kind of like, well, they they get up sluggish, so they're going to have coffee, and coffee gives them that boost. Then right. they get to the night, they have a big, giant meal, and they want to come home. They kind of going to relax you know i mean then they're they're kind of like going through their life saying like no i'm fine i'm not i don't have any chronic illnesses right mm-hmm. i'm not you know, nothing is happening yet but i don't feel the best right they don't realize it and what happened to you is that you started feeling good and saying like you know what i want more of this exactly exactly and I, you know it was, it was an energy thing it was like i mean when it really kicked in when i realized and i again to this day it's it's amazing my allergies, my seasonal allergies went away. <laughs> that's so, that's, I remember when you told me that, like, and it was a while ago, it was years and years ago. But I remember when you told me that, I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> because as much as I believe in supplements and as much as I believe in nutrition, yeah. I, I have not known George to not have allergy problems. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and literally they were, and I was like, and it was one of those things that you don't realize it until you realize it, yeah. right? You're like, wait a minute. I went through the last two years and I wasn't affected by allergies. Like they started getting less and less and less. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm doing something right. So what am I doing? You know, so I got to start yeah. writing it down and all this. But you know what's interesting, John, and it's a story I don't think I even told on my show. I remember the first time that I actually heard somebody say that their diet managed whatever illness they were dealing with. Uh. And it was a friend of ours. This was before my wife and I were married. This was before I was really got into all this stuff. We had a barbecue and I'll never forget this day. Cause I think this is the day that did it for me. There was um, my wife's brother brought a friend over and we were all talking and we were just chatting about in life and this and that. And he says, Oh yeah. He says, um, I have diabetes. And at that time I didn't even know much about diabetes. I was like, Oh, diabetes, sugar thing. Oh boy. You know, he's well, uh, and, he, and I said, oh, so I said, oh, so you're on medications and stuff like that. And he goes, no. He says, um, I manage my diabetes with, with, with a good diet. He goes, I eat. And he was telling me what he eats. And I was like, and this was like the first time I had heard this. And I was like, what? What you eat actually? Yeah, what you eat. And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like and he goes, and I'm, and I'm like, you're, and he goes, and my sugar is under control. Wow. And I was like, holy cow. And that the light bulb went off for me. And yeah. from that point on, because then I said, I said, wait a minute, if he can do that, then maybe I can do stuff for myself. And that's kind of what started it for me. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, that light bulb that went up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That moment. Yeah. I mean, to piggyback on that, um, I had the same kind of situation. Now, my family had all diabetes. My mom died from complications from diabetes. Right. Um, you know, my grandparents had diabetes. Everyone, my, you know, you know, our aunts and uncles had diabetes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yep. was like pretty, pretty uh, part of everything. If, if, if we had a pet, the pet had diabetes, <laughs> our dogs, goldfish, didn't matter what it was. Our roaches had diabetes. Um, it's nothing sadder than seeing a, a, roach, a, with diabetes. Know, a, a roach shooting up insulin. <laughs> I think that's what it was. Um, but I had uh, 12 years ago, I went to the doctor because I was feeling dizzy. I would just get random dizziness. Right. And um, I was coming down the stairs once when I was living uh, in Queens. And uh, I was coming down the stairs one day, and I was like, whoa. I was like, I had to hold on. And I was like, yeah. this is weird. You know, and it felt like, you know, your blood sugar went down, and yep. you needed to eat and stuff like that. So when that, whenever that would happen, I would just think, oh, okay, I'm hungry. I need I'll to go eat. Yeah. But that's not really normal. Right. You know, it's not normal to right. just be hungry and suddenly you get dizzy you know right, what I mean? it's right, not right, really right. a normal thing so i went to the doctor and the you know the doctor said uh you know you're pre-diabetic you came out you know diet. i was like what i was like wow and he said doesn't you know he asked me the the standard doctor questions right. um you know which they're you know they're 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 doing the best they can with what they know 
Exactly. So, and uh, I said to him, I remember saying this clearly. I said, well, maybe I can, you know, I change my diet or something like that. And he was like, well, I mean, you can try that, but you know, because of your family history, mm-hmm. it's going to be it's really difficult to, you know, to, to change that. Right. So I left there somewhat de- defeated a little bit, but then as I was going, I was saying, well, you know what, let me just stop eating certain things that mm-hmm. I know are not good. Right. Heavy. I stopped eating bagels. Like for some reason, bagels for me, like if I eat a bagel even today, like as, as a breakfast, let's just say by 1030 in the morning, 11 o'clock, I'm shaking. Me too. Me I too. cannot have a bagel. Yes. So I don't eat bagels. Right. I don't, I don't eat much bread at all. Like I'll have a little bit of sli- a slice of bread here and there with like some avocado on it or something. But so I stopped eating bagels. I stopped eating a uh, pizza. I stopped eating and I just, I started feeling better and it, right. and I was fine. I went back to the doctor, checked everything, no diabetes whatsoever. Like not, he couldn't even say I was pre-diabetic. Right. There was exactly. nothing there at all. Exactly. So I said to him, I was like, oh, wow. So, cause I told him, I told him I changed my diet. And he was like, well, I could have been it, but he said, this is what he actually said to me. It could have been that that morning you ate something. And then when I took your blood, it was, it came out in the blood and that's why it came out. Cause I ate something sugary or I sugary. ate a bagel or whatever right, it was. Right, right. Huh. And at the time, you know, I'm thinking like, Oh, maybe that's true. But I decided, well, I'm going to continue this diet, this thing, because I just sure. feel better, you know? And as I, went along and started studying more and learning more. And you and I chatted mm-hmm. a, a bunch of times and stuff. Then I started realizing it that, yeah, you know, and it, it, it is sort of, it, isn't it ridiculous that we live in a, in a, <laughs> in a, in a, on a planet where the idea that what you put in your body affects how your body functions is not the most important thing we talk about. Right. Like, that Agreed. concept is not the most important thing we talk about. And that should be the only thing we talk about when it comes to nutrition. You're right. But it's not talked about. It's, you know, and, and, you know, we're not real. We're, we're behind in the, in the, on the planet. We are the most obese. And we're going to talk a little bit about obesity uh, in a little bit because of some, the 60 minutes thing that came out, uh, uh, whenever it was. Um, but the idea that we are, the most obese country in the world yeah. in yeah. the world. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking about the, all the developed countries, underdeveloped country, everything. Right. We are um, the number one. And to that, I would say we are the richest. We are the most famous, mm-hmm. right? We are the most famous country in the world. We're the greatest country in the world. We have a constitution that protects us. We have the Declaration of Independence that shows what we fought for and how we won and how we have our independence. We're certainly not a perfect country. There's a lot of things that we need to work on, but the foundation is strong. So because of that, this experiment of America in the 250, 60, or 200, whatever, 80 years, um, has elevated itself among countries that have been around for thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? right? And and we've actually have uh, become, we're sort of like the, um, we're sort of like Elvis Presley in 54 when he came out. And, and <laughs> there were all these other stars that were huge, right. but Elvis Presley came out and took over everything. And then, and, you know, and the Beatles also, you know, so yep. we're sort of like the Beatles, um, you know, so, the, but the idea that we are, we, we that's where we are today and that we don't have our conversations be only what we eat and then to have someone go on 60 minutes a doctor and i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it over to you a little bit for that um and to say what anyway what what did this doctor and we're gonna talk about supplements obviously we're going to be talking about this is what this show is about i mean it's about right. it's really about nutrition it's really about yeah. living well and taking care of right. our bodies so our bodies can take care of us and we can function and get around and i have a six-year-old son you know what i mean and that takes a lot of energy i'm not a yeah, young yes. man you know what right. i mean so i i have to in the next 20 years i want to be around i want to be healthy i want to be able to to and, and even now you know i'm playing soccer with him i'm playing football we're playing you know, all these other uh, sports and stuff. 
I was skateboarding the other day. Nice. You know what I mean? And it's like, I have to keep this thing going. And the only way to do that is through nutrition and to taking care of uh, our bodies. But what did this doctor say? So, so this doctor who uh, who's who's actually going to be part of establishing the, the new nutrition. <laughs> You're right there. Yeah, I was just thinking of a joke. I was like, <laughs> who's going to be Not part really of? Joke because it wasn't funny. <laughs> oh, well, laugh track. But it was, um, yeah. Um, she's going to be part of the new nutritional guidelines, apparently that they're coming out with, or whatever the case may be. But she said to Leslie Stoll on 60 Minutes that. Obesity, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but obesity is for the most part genetic. So the lifestyle things that you do, the exercise, the eating right, and all these types of things that normally you correlate with losing weight and all this really is a very small part or it doesn't pretty much play any role in obesity. So for example, if your parents were obese, you're going to be obese if it was in the genes, quote unquote. So now, obviously, you would, you know, you can see there's a correlation of parents who are being obese where the kids can be obese. Because they're all eating the same food. Because they're all eating the same. Exactly. Duh. And here, you know, and here's the thing. And I, I think about this and I'm like, and let me also, ask you this. Yeah, uh, no, let me ask you this question. If this is such a fact, okay, <laughs> if you take that obese family and you put them in sub-Saharan sub Africa, and they live off the land for years. Are they still going to be obese? Right. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're. Number one, they're taking the responsibility. They want to take the responsibility out of people's hands. Right. Okay. To push whatever it is they're going to push. Right. Not to push drugs and surgery and that type of thing. I'm not. This is not. This is nothing that's a secret. I mean, they've they've no, been talking no, about this. No, I mean, no. Right. They've been talking about this. Okay. But take the responsibility out of the person's hands and say, that's okay. It's okay if you're obese. You know what I'm saying? We have this and this for you. Try, you know, forget about the lifestyle management because that really Eat whatever you want. Eat whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's it's sad that this is the this is what's being taught. And this is gonna go into our schools. This is gonna this 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 concept is gonna go into our schools. I mean, it's not gonna it's there's an outcry of this. I mean, there, yes. you know, this person did not do well. Even even uh, uh, Leslie Stahl was kind of like, like what? Yeah, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to see Mike Wallace if he was still uh, around. See what he right, he would have right. said. He'd be like, "Are you crazy?" <laughs> um, but um, the school system is not. First of all, I think parents in a lot of parents are sort of like waking up a little bit on the school system overall. Right. Yes. People have to understand the school system's only been around for a hundred years. Right. You know, be- prior to that, it was homeschooling and it was mm-hmm. one room schoolhouses and it was like one person in the community. And it was a lot of internships that you did and right. people were uh, an apprentice for somebody that they wanted to take. And that was what it was hundred years ago. We know what happened. We don't want to go into that part of it. But the, the school system was created. So the school system itself is not it's, it's a government run system. So we're basically just saying to our kids and to our, you know, and, and I have one kid in. I did take out my daughter out of, you know, I think I've talked about that. Mm-hmm. My daughter is homeschooled. All, all, both my kids were homeschooled for a very long time. till we moved to Tennessee. Right. My daughter went to school for a year. Now she's back in homeschooling. And my son still goes because he's in kindergarten and he loves it and doesn't want to miss pizza day and pajama day. So. <laughs> For that reason, I'd say he can still go, go, you know, and he still likes it there. And I, I pack his lunches also, so he doesn't eat the food there. But right. um, part of the, the what's happening right now is there's so much black PR on what the school system is overall mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. are, are going to at some point notice that their kids are getting whatever they're getting for lunches, the lunches now are pretty bad as they right. are. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. woman is going to make them actually worse or this yes. concept yes. or this system, whatever, is yes. going to make them worse because then they're saying, well, yeah, you know, you could eat donuts for yep. lunch. Absolutely. Yep. You can have, all right, if, if it, you know, if it, you know, if you have an illness, 
like obesity because they're calling it like like an a, illness, a, a disease. Illness, a disease. Then we have to treat it. And how do we right. treat it? There's only one way of treating things in this country, you know. And if you go against it, you know what happens. So exactly, George and I are not saying that that all of it is bad, and <laughs> we don't want to be canceled. But then again, George, <laughs> George and I talk about it, and we don't really care. I mean, think about it. If George and I get canceled, we're still going to do the show on Tuesdays. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It'll be me and George talking. And if anybody wants to come in, we, we'd we love to have you here. Yeah, we've been um, having these conversations all our lives anyways. So, we've been you know. doing this anyway. It'd just be our <laughs> weekly call to each other. Um, but so, yeah, that's what, I, what I'm thinking. But I want to go over just a little bit about obesity real quickly. Yeah. yeah. And these are... Um, so it says uh, 4 million people die each year as a result of obesity, according to the World World Health Organization. You know, they're really, they're mm. re reputable. Um, mm. the, uh, <laughs> the, the worldwide obesity rate has nearly doubled since 1980. Mm -hmm. It says the World Obesity Federation, other no also known as WOF, is uh, <laughs> per day. <laughs> predicts that by 2030 one in five women and one in seven men will have will have obesity now this is interesting because they talk a lot about have obesity have obesity right they have yeah. obesity yeah it says like, here currently more people have obesity than underweight in every region of the world with the exception of the um, sub-sahara africa and asia um it says uh, the obesity rate in the in the United States continued to climb during the COVID uh, pandemic, well, of increasing course. by three percent. Of course, the people are home eating. Home, right? And I, that even order, I, that order I really do. <laughs> even I, I got a little chunky. Um, so, of course, we we've known this since uh, the beginning. Um, I'm going to call that thing C. Not I'm going to say the word because I know that sometimes it triggers things, but. Obesity increases the risk of severe illness from V19, tripling one's risk of hospitalization, according to the CDC. Um, so the CDC has stated mm -hmm. obesity increases the risk of severe illness. That's, this is something that uh, the, the CDC is saying, so it's not yes. us saying this. Um, obesity is linked to 30% to 53% of new diabetes cases in the United States every year. Right. And that's, that's the, uh, the research from the uh, Journal of the American Heart Association. And the medical cost for people with obesity in the United States tends to be 30 to 40% higher than those uh, for people without obesity. And the reason for that is because it's very expensive medications to treat people with obesity right. um, or who are obese. So anyway, there's a there's a lot more. I'm actually gonna link the uh, the articles at the bottom here. Right. So if you guys want to go check out what source we're using, so you're not thinking that we're just talking smack. We're making this uh, up. Yeah, we're not making it up. This is a uh, um, one of the that's gonna be at the bottom. Is uh, is this is a Forbes.com. Right. Health slash body slash obesity um, hyphen statistics, and then there's another article that I'm going to briefly uh, read a few things about. And then we're going to go into uh, supplements. We're at 30 mm -hmm. minutes. So we're uh, actually perfect timing. Yes. So number, uh, so uh, this is actually from healthline.com. More than one third of adults in the United States have obesity. Again, have obesity. Right. In the United States, 36.5% of adults have obesity. They keep saying that. Another 32.5% of Americans are overweight. In all, more than two-thirds of adults in the United States are overweight or have obesity. Obesity affects one in six children in the United States. Um, obesity is linked to more than 60 chronic diseases. Yes. 60. This is, okay. If you are overweight or have obesity... Um, your risk for dozens of, of diseases and conditions is higher. Uh, these include, of course, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, stroke, cancer, and many others. Overweight children are more likely to become overweight adults. Your waist size increases your risk of for diabetes. 
obesity causes more death than being overweight. And of course, obesity is very costly. Obesity costs yes. Americans $147 billion each year. Wow. People who have obesity pay more out of pocket than people who are not. In fact, the medical costs for people with obesity are $1,429 higher each year than those with a normal weight. Your ethnicity can affect your likelihood of obesity. Your ethnicity may impact your risk of obesity. obesity. Almost half, 48% of non-Hispanic black people have obesity. Um, you, uh, they're followed by Hispanics with 42%. Non-Hispanic white people. Why do we always say non-Hispanic and then the thing? Non-Hispanic white people with 36% and non-Hispanic Asians with... <laughs> they don't say non-Hispanic Hispanics. <laughs> Why do they use non-Hispanics on every single thing? I'm a, I'm a no no. I'm not a Hispanic. I'm a non-Hispanic Hispanic. Um, fake Puerto Rican. <laughs> fake Puerto Rican. I guess that's what it is. A fake Puerto Rican. What... Not, are you a non-Hispanic Hispanic? <laughs> oh, man, I'm not that at all, man. Um, so it says obesity is mo most common in middle age. Adults between ages 40 and, and 59 are more likely to have obesity. In fact, more than 40% of adults between the ages have obesity. Um, older women are more likely to have obesity than older men. All states have obesity rates over 20%. All states. Oh. We got 50. And this is as of uh, 2017. All 50 states have an obesity rate of over 20%. Just two decades ago, just two decades ago right. no state had a rate above 15%. Two decades. So in 20 years, we went to every state <laughs> being 20% over. Uh, the South has the highest obesity rate. Uh, West Virginia leads with 37%. We got Mississippi coming in at 37%. Alabama, Arkansas are close. And you have uh, Louisiana rounds up with 35%. Those are the top five. Colorado has the lowest obesity rate um, and the lowest are 22%. So it says that people who live in the state have obesity. Uh, people, uh, um, Washington, D.C. is a close second with 22.6. Um, Massachusetts, Hawaii, and California all have a population with obesity below 25%. Well, I think California is because the food is so expensive, nobody could afford to eat. <laughs> exactly. They're, like, they're just eating sand. <laughs> um, Americans are eating more calories than ever before. Yeah. So yeah. 23 percent in nine, 23 percent more calories than we did in 1970. Look at that. Uh, just one more. Individuals with obese, obese individuals with obesity miss more work. I don't think they miss it. <laughs> Nobody misses work. <laughs> Who's missing work? <laughs> no, but they say that uh, people who are overweight or have obesity miss about 56 percent more work days than people mm -hmm. of normal weight. So uh, what what have we learned there? Besides <laughs> non-Hispanic Hispanics are, <laughs> are an odd thing. Um, so me as a non-Hispanic Hispanic, Hispanic um, I don't know what I am. Um, I'm a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, so I grew up with the best food ever. And this is one of the things that George and I talk about. Because, man, when you got your arroco habichuela con pollo and pollo guisao, and you got all the most amazing food ever mm -hmm. sitting in front of you, and it tastes amazing. And then you have a nice, you know, a Coca-Cola or a drink or or what a Sunny Delight. Sunny, sunny Delight. Sunny <laughs> Remember Sunny D? Sunny Delight. It was nothing but sugar syrup. Had no nutritional value whatsoever. Right. Um, but that was, you know, it's really difficult to kind of move people away from the fact that not only can you eat really tasty food, but it'll be good for you and it'll strengthen your body. Correct. Now, what, what the question that I want to ask you, George, is something that I've been uh, that that came to me earlier today was that, you know, what supplements do you think are or what what um, deficiency do you think is one of the leading causes of like 
obesity and uh, like uh, the deficiency as far as like what or not even obesity, but just in general, what's one thing that the body that we that you know for a fact that we're missing, we're lacking, we're just deficient in coffee? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got it. Um, I would well, I would say probably magnesium. Mm, okay. Magnesium. If if I, let let's say two, I let's just say top two, vitamin okay. D and magnesium. They um, work together too, don't they? Correct. Correct. Now, here's the issue when it comes to health, and we can kind of break it down a little bit as much as you want, basically. Okay. Everybody's deficient in something. Period. End of story. Everybody. We don't know what necessarily we're deficient in unless we get like actually ex really, really expensive blood tests that will tell us. But everybody's deficient in something. And, and the problem is this. Um, the reason why, and, and this goes back to the whole supplement debate, right? The supplements, that we, you know, talking about why supplements, why we should supplement and, and these types of things. Okay. Because the, and I did a whole thing on this. Um, Deficiency is a problem because of the way food is grown. When you look at the way food is grown nowadays, and I can give you a few statistics. I actually did some of this on my show, so I, it's a lot of it is fresh in my mind. They did a study, just so you know. They did um, some studies from 1950s to 1999. They found that um minerals for example which minerals remember the body can't make minerals minerals have to come from the ground right the plants suck up the minerals so calcium phosphorus iron you know those types of minerals when they compared it to the 1950s they found from anywhere from a six percent to a 38 percent drop in wow. minerals in the oh soil from 1950 to 1999 okay now if we move on magnesium the magnesium content in vegetables, when they measured it from 1920 to 2001, roughly around that, that area, they found the magnesium content has declined by up to 25%. And, and, and then that's not counting all the other trace minerals, the coppers, the zincs, and, and, and those types of things. So the problem is that as time goes on, and that's, and that's not counting what they put on the soils, right? right. You have Roundup, and, uh... the pesticides, the glyphosates, and what ends up happening. You know, if you look at it this way, right? Minerals, again, man, man cannot make minerals. The ground has, they have to come from nature. The plants suck up the minerals. We eat the plants. Well, when you put all the stuff on these plants, it makes it very difficult for them to suck up the minerals. Right. So the plant even becomes somewhat deficient. Now, the plant has enough of the mineral to grow, but it doesn't have enough of the mineral that you can take in. Right. So now what happens? So you let's say we're 25 percent deficient. We take those greens like magnesium is in the center of the chlorophyll, the green. So, you know, you get your green uh, magnesium when you get your green. So you take that and then you come home and you you um, cook it. OK, unless you're going to eat it raw. Let's say you're going to cook one some, some of these vegetables, okay? Well, now you're going to lose some of that through cooking because that's normal. So now let's say you're 50% down, right? Then you have to eat it, right? And you know digestion itself is going to strip away some of that. Yeah. So you're pro that you, you can take, let's be conservative. Let's say you're going to take away another 10%. So now you're at 40%. So what the plate that you just said is only giving you 40% of what you should have, mm. right? Now, let's say, just for, for very basic purposes, you eat that same exact meal, which people don't, but that same exact meal again. Well, now you're at 80%. You still have to account for the 20%. Right. You see what I'm saying? So the, the, the whole point of it is that it is almost impossible to get all our vitamins and minerals from the food because of just by the, the way the food is grown. Now, this, what if, because, you know, you see that people uh, pay extra money for organic. Right. Now, 
what does that mean? Does that mean uh, it's better grown in the well? Better? Or yes, you you Avi, if you want to go organic, then obviously yeah, there's the extra cost to it. But you're also you're it's better because now you're obviously doing it in your backyard is the best thing, right? Because we have right. a garden in our backyard, so we do it. But and it tastes much better too. Yeah. But um, but organic is better because now you're minus a lot of that stuff. Okay? Right. You're minus, so it gives you a better shot, but you're still behind. So if you go back to the 25% example, you're still behind by 25% right. because just of the way it was grown itself. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain amount of, because no matter what, there's still a certain, the, when forget about the pesticides right now, the soil itself is devoid right. of it. Right. Okay? Because and you could use the same soil. Correct. Like a and when you look at selenium, they have maps of selenium and there are gaps. When you look at the selenium in, in the country, there are gaps of places that, don't even have selenium at all. And there's only a few states that actually have an abundance of selenium. Most of the other ones don't. Wow. So this is where the problem starts, right? So now you couple that with how many people are actually eating greens right. regularly at, a, at every meal, right? Three or four servings of fruits and vegetables at every meal. Not many, right? So yeah. they're already behind, right? And then they, they're drinking their Cokes and all these things, and blah, blah, blah. And then again, how many people have the best digestion? Not a lot of people. Digestion is, is one of the biggest problems we're having right now between acid reflux and proton pump inhibitors and, you know, all, all these gut problems that people are having. So right. they're even having problems digesting what they're eating because the gut, they have leaky gut and all these types of things. So this is one of the big reasons that we are deficient today. So is there a way to get again the C Celine Dion on <laughs> another, another I think she, isn't she gonna be on the Grammys or something? You can get it. no um so you're talking about getting selenium? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is there another way of getting well, you can product. you can you can get it in like let's say for example nuts. You can get you know the Brazil nuts and different types of nuts will give you magnesium and and give you selenium. the 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 issue is that the the food that has the most is the food that we eat the least. Oh, right? okay. the nuts and the seeds and right, the right. and the flax and the um and the and the greens and all that. As a, and when I say the least, as a society. Right, what right, we eat, right. right? The food that has the most of what we eat, right? How much are you going to get in the McDonald's hamburgers and all these types of things, right? You're not really going to get much of that. It's ultra, ultra processed stuff. Yeah. So, you know, so then it leads me to the point of, okay, so if that's the case, what's the problem with the, with the body? Well, the body runs on the nutrition. The body runs on vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and fatty acids, right? So when you eat food, it's broken down at the, at the cellular level. It's broken down pretty much to those four components. Wow. So your body needs those four components in order to run enzymes in order for things to happen. So if you're not, and, and this is interesting, there's a, there's a gentleman, uh, his name is Dr. Bruce Ames, A-M-E-S. Um, and I'll just show up quick picture of him that's what he looks like he's well I, that's a younger picture of him he's like 94 now wow but um he is a biochemist and uh i mean he's a scientist he studies all this stuff he's been doing this stuff for many many years and he got into nutrition and studying how vitamins and minerals work and all this stuff still doing it at his age and he found he he came up with this theory called the triage theory which has been tested and proven so it basically says that when you ingest let's say vitamins, vitamin K or whatever it is, your body is going to, it, your body's going to ration it. The human body is going to ration it. Okay. How does it do that? So for example, vitamin K, if you take it, the, if you take the two biggest things that vitamin K does a lot of things, but let's say two, the two biggest things that vitamin K does, vitamin K is responsible for a protein that um, works with blood clotting. And it's a calcium binding protein. Okay. Those are the two things that it does um, among, among others, right? So your body's going to take in the vitamin K and it's going to make sure that it has enough for blood clotting. Why? Because if you cut yourself and you don't clot, you're dead. Right. 
So it's going to ration it to whatever the proteins that are crucial for your survival at that moment. If it doesn't have any other, if it doesn't have enough left for the other proteins that are what's called longevity proteins, that are things that may kick in 15, 20 years from now, well, tough luck. Yeah. Okay. Because those things are not going to kill you now. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's going to ration it. And that's how the human body does it. It rations it to the point. So if you, if, if vitamin K, for example, it binds to calcium. So it takes calcium out of your, your uh, blood vessels, right? So it doesn't get sticky in there, right? Well, if it doesn't have enough to do that, you're going to build up calcium. That's not going to kill you now. It'll kill you in 20 years. Right. But as long as you don't bleed out now, that is the key. So he found that many of these vitamins, that's how the body utilizes them. Hmm. So this is when people, when they get older, they go into a hospital with calcified arteries or heart disease and all these types of things. A lot of times it's because they don't have enough. They're deficient because the body was using it for what it needed at that moment. Wow. So. So. By the way, I had a, a girlfriend. She had a fatty acid. <laughs> So, got a big fatty, had, acid. Fatty, fatty acid. We had actually uh, talked a lot about when we were younger about amino acids. Correct. Right. And the building block of muscles. And we always like, whenever we worked out and you break the muscle up, what builds it up again is the amino acids. So, we needed more amino acids and stuff like that. So, it seems like we can't really rely on food to give us the building blocks of muscles right. um, as much. You know, um, or at least if you're eating organic and you're you're growing, you know, you have a, a grass fed cows and you have your chickens are free range. And, you know, if you're doing those kinds of things, possibly you're going to get more. But the air condition of the of, you know, the driving, you know, driving the air, the toxins in the air, even this technology stuff is also bombarding us our yes. bodies with uh, with stuff you know there's so many other things are there any uh, supplements that you like a regiment and i know that people can also reach out to you and by the way george does a show and he actually talks about all this stuff and he goes in deep and i watch it and he goes deep on these things so make sure you follow him um it's just uh Right here on Counterparts, right? You, you can go, go to our, our go to counterpartsshow.com and you can watch. Yeah, or you can go to yeah, yeah, and you can go to yeah. georgebatista.com as well. You can go to georgebatista.com, which I think uh well I don't have it here. Interesting. Georgebatista.com or counterpartsshow.com. You can watch mm -hmm. the show there. But is there like what regiment would you let, let me give you an example of someone? Someone comes sure. to you right now, they're they have obesity. <laughs> they caught it diagnosed. <laughs> They've been diagnosed with obesity to right. their surprise. Right. Um, what's one of the first things that you would, one, tell them not to stop doing? And what's the second thing you would tell them that they would have to start doing? Okay. Well, obviously, you know, if I, if, and I've worked with a lot of people, you know, obviously taking a comprehensive thing because you have to find out the backstory, what they eat, what their lifestyle is, how stressed they right. are, all that stuff. So all that gets put into this whole piece to this. Okay. So basically, you know, looking at their diet, you can, you know, and, and here's the interesting thing, by the way, you know, most people are not completely 100% honest, right? Right. Not yeah, healthy. I eat healthy. You know, yeah. yet, no, you don't eat healthy. Yeah. You know, right. I only had one piece of pie instead of two. You know what I mean? It's, right. you know, it's that type of thing. So you have to look at, you have to look at the diet. But one of the things I, I, you know, I tell them is, listen, you know, one of the keys to losing weight and being healthy in general is you have to understand the way the body works as far as hormonally. There's a hormone component in this whole thing also, not just the fact of losing. It's not just calories in and calories out, that type of thing. Right. That's part of it. But there's a whole nother piece to it also. There's hormones involved, okay? There's hormones when it comes to, when it comes to leptin. Leptin is the hormone that gives you the full signal. 
A lot of people are eating way too many calories because leptin is not giving them the proper full signal. Okay. So (laughs) exactly. It's not saying stop. So a lot of people are eating too many calories. A lot of people are eating too many meals during the day. They're snacking way too much for their level of output. So if they're not exercising, but they're taking in too many calories, but not again, putting that output, your body has to store whatever calories it has. It's not burning. Right. Right. Okay. So one of the biggest things, and I tell you, this is the number one thing. And this is probably one of the number one things I find that people have a problem with is eating before they go to bed. Mm, Interesting. That is one of the biggest things I have found in working with people that they have this problem where they have to snack right before they go to bed. So they may start their dinner at seven and they may eat their dinner, um, go to sleep at 10, but they have to have a snack at nine. Right. And then that kicks up the glucose. Correct. It not only kicks up the glucose before they, so it stops any kind of fat burning that happens. Right. There's no fat burning at all. Exactly. Sleeping without burning. But it also throws off all your hormonal switches. Because leptin, one of the things that leptin does is leptin manages all these hormones, melatonin and all these things and the circadian rhythms and the clocks and all this stuff. It throws all that off. Okay. And then what happens is, let's say, you know, you end up going to bed late. Let's say you're, you know, a lot of people go to bed at 12 or one o'clock instead of actually good. And then they end up being hungry later in the, you know, the next day. Why? Well, because their body's craving the food because now their energy is down right. and the body wants nutrition to bring that energy back up. Right. Right. They're starving really internally. Yeah. So, so eating before going to bed is one of the worst things to do. So you got to be nice to leptin because he's not going to. Yes. Leptin, Larry leptin is. Uh... <laughs> what, if, what if leptin doesn't speak English? What if he's like. But um, and he's a non-Hispanic. He's not Hispanic. <laughs> Are you a non-Hispanic leptin? See, um, so one of the uh, the eating late thing is a big problem for a lot of people, and yes. I think that's that's like probably I would say almost like up there if they can control that. Yes, you know, I do. I do uh, um, intermittent fasting, so I right. I eat my last meal was. Um, about six right before I, I came on here about six o'clock. Right. So I won't eat again until tomorrow, like noon. Right. <laughs> like right. You know, and it's crazy. You know, I right. I never right. thought I could even get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know? But mm-hmm. there are days that I feel like I I need something, mm-hmm. and even I and and this is like and I mean I'm not like overweight. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I'm super healthy, but I, I am, uh, I work on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the reason I, the reason I asked you that question was, you know, there are times that I do feel like I need something else and I might have a slice of bread with peanut butter on it. Like, you know, like at eight o'clock at night, because I'm like, Oh man, I can't, I'm not going to be able to get, you know, I, I'm, I'm, my mind is like to, you know, to, to whatever. And it, it could be a lot of different reasons for it. You know, but what? But let me ask you, what what would happen if you didn't eat at that point? What would happen to you? Um, I'll probably be cursing out Lipton. <laughs> Lipton soup. Lipton is. The, um, no, I, probably nothing. I probably would just feel like I go to bed hungry, or just feel you know what I mean. And for the most part, ninety nine percent of the time, that's what I do. I like, I suck it up. You know what right. I mean? I'll, I'll have, right. I'll have some water. I'll drink some right. tea. Right. You know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, so it's, and you know, that's what I do. You know, even eating a piece of fruit, is still bad. You know, you're still doing the same thing. You know what I mean? So, right. um, but the reason I asked you those two questions about at what to, you know, what you would say not stop doing and what you would start doing is because it's not that simple. Correct. You know what I mean? And this is what people don't understand, that if you want to be healthy, you have to take the responsibility. Correct. Know that this is actually work and it may be annoying when you first start, but the benefits of being healthy are so amazing, you know, but yes, it is going to be a, 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 but you have to, first of all, you have to find the right person to work with. George would be a perfect person to work with. 
go to your doctor because you know we are not doctors here go to your doctor make sure that you can actually do one of these and you know have your doctor recommend a nutritionist or uh, a dietitian or someone that really can work with you but it is a responsibility and it's not a simple thing especially if you think of how long you know if someone is has been diagnosed with obesity if someone has has obesity now how long did it take them to get there correct how long do you think it's going to take you to to be healthy exactly. you know? and that's the problem people people want and again people want that fix and it's i've again fix, talked you know? to so many people that want it done in the next month maybe while they've been doing you know been like that for the past 10 years yeah and that's the or first thing 30 I tell them. years yeah or maybe more than that I tell them, 40 for 30 40 years yes they, you know and i tell them that you have to understand this is a process forget about even forget about even the weight loss because if you're truly doing the things that are healthy the weight loss is going to happen it's automatic it's going to happen the body's going to be functioning okay. properly and it's like you know it's interesting because um you know talking about supplements and kind of getting on that that whole whole piece like you know i my my sister-in-law who's who's uh who's she was diagnosed with severe um, severe osteoporosis. Okay. And she's not a person who's never really been healthy. She's been, you know, eat, you know, doesn't eat that great, blah, 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 this and that. But years ago, I put her on a supplement regimen and I said, you know, this is something that, you know, you need to, you know, I think you should do. And she was willing to do it. And one thing I could say about her, she was faithfully getting the supplements regularly and taking them. Okay great. You know, at least try that. Okay. That's what I said. At least try that. She had all her scans. She goes to her doctors regularly. They were okay with her being on supplements as simple, like multivitamins and vitamin D and those types of things. Very simple stuff. Would you know it that, what was it? A month ago, she went to the doctor, her bone doctor again, did her scans, no osteoporosis to be found. Holy cow. Zero really? gone, gone. I didn't know this. Wow. Yes. Okay. And, and, and I was like, wow, look at that. Yeah. You know? And again, it, this was simple. This, she didn't do as she was, it wasn't, she was working out and strength training or anything like that. She just took these supplements on top of, you know, her food and on top of her regular lifestyle or whatever. And you know, what she did worked. So, you know, what I say is, you know, what I say to folks is yes, you're going to have to take the responsibility. There's no, you know, you can't leave it in the hands of, of the World Health Organization uh, or the WHO or, or Roger Daltrey or anybody like that. You can't, you can't, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you, and yes, there may be a cost to it. Yes, you might have to buy a, a, a multivitamin that costs you $25, $30 a month. You might have to buy a vitamin D that will cost you a few dollars a month that will kick up your immune system through this way you have less issues with immune problems and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, even if you're doing simple, those are by the way, the two that I recommend baseline for everyone. Right. Okay. You're get you, you're assuring yourself that when you're eating your food, that you are, you are ensuring yourself from the, the gap that would come from what you would get from your food to what you need. Right. Right. Because the, the, and that's the, that's the whole point of supplementation. It supplements what your diet is. Right. Right. right? So take a couple of multivitamins a day to ensure that you're getting the selenium, the magnesium, the vitamin C and all these things, and then move on. You know, it's not that simple. And then if there's, if something is off, okay, then we can work. And let's, let's, let's see let's maybe we can boost up on something, but the problem is, and here's the other misconception. I'm sorry. I'm kind of going off here, but no, no, go. one of the misconceptions that people have about supplements, cause they don't know is that they think, well, I'm going to take collagen and then my face is going to look better. Well, I'm going to take uh, you know, a thing of magnesium and that's it. That's all I'm going to take. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. Think of it as like a recipe. It's, it's, you have to have all the ingredients because they all work together, right? You don't just take B12, you take a B complex. Right. So they all work together in your body because they all feed off of each other to run enzymes and do different things. So you can't think of it as far as isolation. You have to think of it as at least, let's say a multivitamin, which has all this stuff. 
Then if you want to take extra magnesium or extra vitamin C or something like that, then you throw that on top, but you have the foundation already set. And people have to think that way. Right. So, right. so anyway, that's one of the biggest misconceptions about supplements that people have, that they think they just should take one thing and that's it. Right. You know? right. So. It's like, like what you said, it's exactly right. It's a recipe. You know, it, right. it, it has to work together. And it is a supplement. It is to actually supplement your already, you know, um, you know, remember, I mean, we're, we're, we're sort of in a food war, you know, yes. um, food is, uh, it's a very price, you know, it's a, it's publicly traded companies that are making a lot of money selling products right. that are produced very cheaply. And right. they, they charge, I mean, if you get a box of crackers for a dollar 59 and they're making a profit of it, how much do you think it cost them to make that? <laughs> a box of crackers <laughs> they're already selling it for a dollar 59 you know what I right mean? exactly if you go to mcdonald's and you get two big macs for like five dollars well how much how much do you think that they put that they, they need to make money they're yeah they need to make money right of course. Um, that's of what course. They are. so we're not in a you know and again you know eat what you want to eat you know i mean i'm not saying anybody you know this is america Right. And at the bottom line is that people are responsible for their own. They should be responsible for their own health. You yes. want to eat McDonald's every day. That's on you. You know what I mean? Um, and more power to you, you know. But the bottom line is that if you want to be healthy, you know, if you really, really just decided, you know what? I am tired of feeling like crap, you know, then you have to then get educated in what is out there that's going to be helpful, what's out there food-wise, what are your options? Mm -hmm. uh, you have to know how to go shopping. Like I yes. went today somewhere and I, I was looking around and, you know, wow, there's really not a lot of things that you can actually, that are really going to be healthy. I found a few things that I was like, oh, this is good, organic stuff. And I, put mm -hmm. some, I, I got some stuff. I got avocado oil and some some better quality oil. You know, seed oils are like, really bad I and mean, we can do a whole show on seed oils alone yeah, yeah. Um, but there's there's a responsibility that you have to kind of say you know what i'm going to start paying attention i'm going to start reading i'm going to start you know watching george's show um and doing that because i think that that's that's part of uh of the war that we're in and that's how you can win the war exactly by and, education exactly and i think i think the last three years have really highlighted this concept because i don't think it's any mystery to say that our outcomes within the last three years would have been way better if people would have been healthier yeah and if that right. was pushed also by the exactly by the media and, and put health and eat better and supplements and take care of yourself you know i think that would have right. been a, a much better much better thing. Uh, Linda Berman says, true, I have to take four times the amount of potassium suggested in order to come out right in the blood work. Also, to subdue my foot cramps at night. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, and potassium is one of those things that if you lose, you know, if you lose too much potassium, you know, you could end up with, you know, uh, heart, meaning like heart fibrillation, these types of things, yeah, yeah. electrolytes and all that, you know, yeah. it's yeah. tough. And, you know, you, you know, and again, you have to, you, you have to eat like, you know, avocados and things like that, that have, you know, a good amount of potassium, but you got to eat a lot of them in order to get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? In order to get enough potassium. But, yeah. but at the end of the day, like, we, like we were saying that go even coming into the three years, I mean, we were in horrible shape. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden we get hit by V19 and well, there you go. Well, this this shows you. So I'm I'm hoping, and I think there's going to be some awakening, and I'm kind of seeing it now. But I think people now coming out of these years now are going to start to really take a little more responsibility and say, you know what? Here's what's interesting, though. Did you know that in the beginning of this whole pandemic, vitamin C was sold out around the world? Really? 
Yeah. Wow. Even I had trouble getting it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. So people know that there's things out there that can help them. But yeah. at the end of the day, what I'm saying is we're hoping and John and I doing shows like this, my show and other things that we're going to be doing coming up soon. Yeah, we got some great things. Coming. Yeah. Are going to highlight the fact that let's let's get ourselves healthy. Let's start really paying attention and get ourselves back. So if anything like that ever happens again, that we're in better shape. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Well, th thank you, Linda Berman, for uh, for for her uh, comment. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, remember, the subscription uh, on the YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, is really it really helps the show a lot, especially uh, um, to so we can continue to do what we're doing. Um, also, go to counterpartshow.com for our app. Download the app, and uh, you can communicate there with us directly and watch all the episodes. So this was a great episode. We did manage to squeeze in uh, Celine Dion. Uh, we talked about Roger Daltrey. We talked about the Who. Not uh, Hispanics. Yeah, we're talking about. We've had everything into here: music and health. Although I would actually take uh, health advice from Pete Townsend because I think he's pretty great. So, mm -hmm. okay. True. so if there's any Who, I'm actually going to be listening to it's him. That's right. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We appreciate y'all very much. We'll be back again to uh, uh, next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. George, thank you. That was awesome. Thank you, um, sir. And, you know, please follow George and watch the show. It's You can go to georgebatista.com. You can watch it right here, counterpartshow.com, uh, counter, yeah, and watch the information because that is one step you can take to get educated and to get the information that you need um and reach out also if you need if you have any questions reach out to us and we'd be more than happy to you know have you talk to george about stuff as well i'm winded all right thank you everybody for for tuning in appreciate y'all and we'll see you all again next week and as always peace, peace.